Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and to get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Leno, and I'm here with my friend and a very special guest. And I am so excited to bring this guest to you this week. I've been excited about having her on the show because this is honestly a topic that I think gets overlooked. I think it gets, it doesn't get the emphasis and the attention that it deserves. It is, we're going to be talking about the most powerful tool in your toolbox, potentially. And I guarantee you, you are spending little to no time on it, unless you have some sort of a background where this was brought into your world. This is something that, because I think our industry is not flooded with people who are qualified to teach and to help you in this way, but this episode is going to knock your socks off. This guest is going to knock your socks off because she's incredibly qualified and just a wealth of information around this. And we're going to show you how you can basically 10x your performance in every way if you listen to what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about your voice. The most underutilized tool in your toolbox is your voice. And I am here with my friend, Brianne Hennessy. Uh, she is a vocal empowerment guide, a corporate trainer, and a published writer. And she's a certified and licensed speech and voice pathologist with 13 years of clinical experience and 40 plus speaking speaking experience appearances. And she works with women executives of, of all kinds. So she is qualified. This is not somebody who's just like, I can teach you how to talk. This is someone who is actually trained to guide you in your vocal journey. Brienne, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you, Nicole. That was a delightful introduction, and I am thrilled to be here. We already jive on so many levels, so this just makes my day to be here with you. Thank we you. do, we do. I've been excited to have you on because I love talking to you, and I love I love whenever we get together. There's such wonderful conversation, but mm. this particular topic, I was so excited when we met. I was so excited when you told me what you did because I was like, oh my God, you have to be on the show because people don't realize the power of their voice. Yeah. And truthfully, I didn't either. I, I trained as an actor and it wasn't until an acting coach kind of called me out on having to work on my voice mm -hmm. because I was apparently shrill. And when I got excited, I went to, I choked off my vocal range yeah. and it became piercing. It became really unpleasant. And mm. I, I lost the whole audience, no matter what emotion mm. I had in it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't controlling through the throat. I wasn't controlling in my breath. Mm -hmm. And so that was, usually that's what happens is you, someone has to point it out to you or you listen to a show like this and you go, maybe I should take Brienne up on one of her <laughs> offers and, and, and get some training around this. So, so tell everybody a little bit about you to start us off. Absolutely. I knew I wanted to be the support of voices, especially for women ever since undergraduate. I knew that there was something that drew me into this instrument that most of us possess. And in the process, really being able to spend the majority of my career learning about assessing, rehabilitating injured voices also brought me into a space of recognizing where preventative care 
the capabilities, the exploration, the willingness to treat this instrument with really respect. Waking up in the morning and not taking it for granted became important because often folks would come in and describe what was going on with their voices and say, why me? Why now? I've been talking all my life. What's the difference, you know, in how I'm doing it now versus before? And sometimes there would be a source to that that was very visibly obvious. Other times it would be deeper than that. And so I'm really glad that you're bringing this kind of conversation and advocacy because there's going to be this two sides of the coin you'll hear me talk about today. And that's what really drives me is that we have the physical voice and we have the intuitive inner voice. And I love for those to be aligned and doing their best to be a pathway to wellness. I love that. And can we expand on that a little bit? And you tell me, what does it mean to really align your inner an outer voice. Like, I think we think about it like, oh, it's the sounds that come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. But, right. but how do you see that? And what is it that people might be missing there in that connection? Mm-hmm. Let's take uh, a, an extension of the example you gave. So when we are in a place where we don't really understand how our voice works, when maybe we know how to treat other parts of our body well, maybe we work out, maybe we do certain exercises, no big deal. But when we haven't really taken the time to understand our voice, it can convey things that we don't mean it to. If someone uses the word like shrill, which I find also people tend to use as a bias towards women more than men. So that's another interesting caveat to this. So with that, we can, we can say that for another, another day, but with that, it's, it's being able to recognize, okay, what sounds can my voice create? How is my unique sound something I can really captivate people with? And also underneath that, where am I truly coming from? So for that example of until someone was able to help you see, like, what does my range do? What does my emotion do? That is something that underneath you may have felt disconnected with because it was a new piece of feedback for you, but also what is it that you believe about what your voice can do in that moment? Well, before being told that you didn't know there was a different option. And then you were able to explore and expand and enhance it in a way that worked for you in that situation. So I believe when people are aligned within, they're allowing their physical voice, the sound that you all are hearing right now through the air to come from that heart-centered place, to come from that inner wisdom that we all possess. And when those two things line up, the resonance is present. Resonance in how it sounds, resonance in what people feel, even through the airwaves right now, even though you can't see our faces. And I think that's where you can be that much more grounded and powerful in what you're saying. The opposite of that is what's called dissonance. So when things are disconnected, you may be saying something and the words are coming out, they're flowing, but people aren't getting it. It's not landing. They're just like, something feels off. Uh, My example I often use for that, it's a little extreme, but I know there's two very serious camps, cilantro. I am one (laughs) who (laughs) hates cilantro and I don't use, hate is not a word I use. I use very often. I cannot stand it. It tastes like soap. That's me. I'm the soap camp. Okay. I recognize there are those of you who absolutely adore cilantro and don't know what I'm talking about with this soap thing. So if I'm saying to you, Nicole, gosh, this guacamole is great. I really love it. I can already, you can hear it in my voice. My throat is clenching up and I'm like, Ugh, 
because there's cilantro in it. I can't play that. I can't make that seem like it's a true statement. Now I realize again, that's an extreme, but think about every day, those things that you just say that aren't actually true to you. And so in that, that dissonance travels through our voice. It is a barometer and we can either hear it, sense it, or just generally feel like something is just not aligned. Mm -hmm. It makes me think about, because I, when you're, you bring up that story, you bring up, you know, the words that come out of our mouth. Like I always say that our words lie, our thoughts can lie, but our energy never does. Our vibration doesn't lie. And our vibration is our voice. Our voice is a, is a, um, an audible sort of vibration from that's how we it's created it's vibrating our vocal cords and it's coming out into the world so i think that that's a beautiful metaphor for just ways of being you know understanding your voice can be a barometer like you said Mm -hmm. for how connected you are to the actual truth of what's happening for you yes and i I feel like this is maybe a good segue into breath and Mm -hmm. the the connection between our breath and our voice. And I'm mm-hmm. assuming that is something that you work extensively on with people, but um, can you, can you go into a little bit about that? Absolutely. Breath is paramount to us being here in this human form. And breath is something that is a gift that we can also harness similar to our voice, but it's not the only thing. So that's one of the myths I often see When it comes to preparing your voice, getting to know your voices, well, I'll just do a bunch of breathing exercises. But if you never connect your voice sound with that, the vibrations, playing with your range, your volume, Mm. all these different possibilities with it, you could breathe all day and nothing may change. And so that can fall into both the potential for injury category, certainly, where I see folks get into trouble that way, but also this idea that harnessing the breath will be the only thing that kind of elevates your voice to the next level. I think we have to be mindful that for each person, it's going to be different in each moment. It's going to be different. And the voice is, is intimately and physiologically connected to what's called your vagus nerve. Mm -hmm. You can actively harness and activate your relaxation response through your voice. So you can take your nervous system control next level as well. Now we know there are breath practices and I use many of them with folks that can do that, but I love that moment where you can infuse it with the sound and then feel into what's going to come out of that organic space. So Mm -hmm. I think they have to go hand in hand. And when people think of ways that they want to be truly centered in their, in their self, um, especially if they're about to go on stage or about to be, you know, a guest, uh, do a guest spot or share their mission. It's not just, let me just take a few quick, deep breaths. Okay. That's Mm going to be, that's going to be a lot more surface. There needs to be that connection to the instrument that you're going to use to share that message. Because if those two things aren't connected, it's going to start to feel what people may call the nervousness, the shortness of breath with speaking, Mm -hmm. the, I don't know, my, I get up all in my head. I get kind of fuzzy. They've lost touch with the body in that point. That's the part that, that kind of clues me into when Mm -hmm. I need to, it's the breath that usually, if I notice that I'm breathing in my chest, if I notice that it's, it's shallower, I, then I can, that's sort of my, my tap in of going, 
how do you sound right now? What do you take the deep breath into your belly? Take that deep, you know, really have it come from someplace. And that's just how I end up keeping myself on track and understanding. Mm-hmm. And yes, breathing exercises are of course, but it's it's the vocal exercises. And yeah. when I train my people on doing things on video and, mm. and I, I have like a, 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 a video portion of my program yeah. to help people be comfortable on video. And one of the things we do is there's a whole range of vocal and mouth exercises to yes. exercise your mouth. Yes. And I tell them, I'm all, I'm like, you're going to feel silly. And yep. <laughs> you can you either own feel it. silly for 10 <laughs> minutes before a half hour yeah, before, or right. you can feel silly in the middle of your presentation that's as right. you have difficulty getting the words out, as that's you right. feel like you're choking off and it starts to hurt. And then that starts to distract you, or you could prepare and that's you can right. feel like a professional when you step out in front of the camera. That's right. Exactly. And the beauty, the beautiful thing about that, Nicole, is the, the, the co-creation of, of your message in that moment, for example, in the practice, it's not so that you become robotic cardboard sounding dull. It is so that you have that freedom and flow. And as you're speaking those words, you can tell, does this word resonate with me right now? Is this Mm. the one I want to say? You can be course correcting in that moment because you took the time to notice what that flow feels like versus the constriction or the contraction. And so I think that's really important too. And then trusting that what will flow through is meant to be heard by whomever is there. There is a two-way street with that too. The fact that you and I just happen to resonate means energetically, yes, our vibration in this moment and moments resonate. And that's not the case with every person you speak to, and that's okay. So people are going to either resonate with you or they're not, but either way, you are grounded in that aligned resonance regardless. And I think that's where it's so great that even simple and very silly, I know people are always like, really? This is what you want me to do. Or my favorite is when we're on video and their pets are like, what is happening to my human right now? Like, why are they making these noises? <laughs> and so it is, it's, it's outside your comfort zone. And that's what I think is so beautiful about it because that's another way for us to expand. I love them actually. <laughs> like, I, <know. laughs> I really do. And it's really funny. And I mean, you know, like performer, you know, former performer, mm-hmm. I, I guess that's sort of in the blood, but I, I feel so prepared after that. Yeah. I feel like I just, it, it's like stretching before you work out. It's like these, exactly. these things that we do to keep ourselves in shape. And we think about it in so many ways and we apply it in so many ways, but for some reason with the voice, we're just like, because we, we take it for granted. Yeah. I talk all day. Exactly. You know? I talk all day. It'll be there the next day until mm-hmm. it's not. Um, it will even right now, I just this week already, and even this morning, hearing from folks that I know at a conference right now, literally people are are messaging me saying, oh, you need to talk to this person. She's losing her voice. My voice is gonna go out. I have a talk this afternoon. Mm. I mean, these are the things that people want, these like flash in the pan quick fixes, but no marathoner is going to sit on the couch and be like, I think I'll go around my marathon tomorrow. Right. It's just not how it works. And as a vocal athlete, that's the other conviction I hold that voice is an asset. And as a vocal athlete, when you need this instrument to do your job, to produce profits, to share your message, there has to be that consideration for how you lay the foundation and have fun and explore in the process. Okay. So this gets me thinking, Nicole, if you're open to it, I mean, if we're sharing with your audience how fun and silly it can be, shall we 
go through a few exercises. You know, I was thinking that and I was like, does that sound crazy? But apparently we're vibing with it. So let's do it. Let's do it. I think it's great to demonstrate for everybody anyway. So let's do this. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So most (laughs) of you right now, if you're, if you're in a safe space, uh, you know, and, and able to encourage you to do this along with us. So yes, first and foremost, check in with your breath. Are you breathing? A lot of breath holders in this world. No, there's plenty of air. (laughs) So make sure you are connected to that breath. The next thing, we're going to keep it really simple. We're just going to start with a humming sound. So you're just going to allow yourself to sigh out on a hum. When you're ready, Miss Nicole, Mm -hmm. go for it. There we go. Just kind of seeing what feels good. It may sound scratchy. It may sound smooth. It may feel good. It may feel a little strange. So you're just observing right now. Now let's take that a little bit more through the range. So the vocal folds literally do stretch and contract as you do this next one. Like a loop-de-loop. Okay. Up and over. Let's try it. And again, maybe there are points where it kind of fades out at the top, or maybe you feel like it's not connected within. That's okay. You're just playing and warming up right now. All right. Now, the next one I want you to distinguish between is going down low. And can you keep the sound almost like it's cruising out the front of your face? So the way to do this is sense in, are there any, some people feel tingling. Some people feel like a buzz. Some people feel kind of a vibration through their teeth and their nose. So slide yourself down hmm, as low as you can go. And just notice if you feel any buzz, some people feel it more in their heart space. Okay. So give it a try. Hmm. Couple more allow. Yeah. So Nicole's noticing she's feeling in her heart space. Notice if there's anything that comes up into, if you make it right in the front of your face, into your nose, the teeth, the tongue, the lips, mm. and the vibrations can be subtle. Sometimes it's just a little tingling. Yeah. A little, bit of, a little in my heart space. Okay. Now bring into then shifting that up into, as if you're coming to the front of your lips, you're going to, you all can't see this, but you get to do it mm-hmm. with us. You're going to stick your tongue out. Okay? <laughs> okay. So we're taking this next level. Okay. Mm. The tongue rests between the lips. So what you're doing here is allowing the tongue to just get out of the way. You're creating more space at the back. So tongue out between the lips. And for those of you, you can't see us. So it's going to be like, it's almost like you're going to go at somebody, but you're going to hold your tongue there and no spitting. There's just literally (laughs) relaxed tongue hanging out. You get to stick your tongue out, whoever you're with right now. Exactly. Very relaxed, very at ease. Lips are resting on it. Ah, I could even hear the difference in yours, Nicole, too. Mm-hmm. So pay attention again to what you feel as you're sliding down, tongue out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't feel that buzz. Yeah. Now that does ah, but you itched your do you feel the buzz up here? You itched your nose. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what she just said. <laughs> It shifted. It moved. <laughs> it did. So, so you just shifted your voice. So this is the cool thing about playing with where do you sense the vibrations at any given time, finding them in that heart space. Now we're talking physical still, but you can take this into that more meditative and mindful space. Once you've gotten this warmed up and you're in this space of playing through the range, you can allow your eyes to close. You can let that sound continue almost very meditative, like, and start to ask within what's there. 
What intention do I have? What messages does my intuition have for me? And as that starts to come up, then I encourage you to speak that out. So for example, my intention that came through before Nicole and I started today was open-hearted. And so if that came through, it would be mm, open-hearted. I would connect the words mm. to the sound. And in that way, by you shifting it, Nicole, and even sensing, okay, it started in my heart space. It shifted up to the front of my space, front of my face and into the spaces that that energetically resonates much more efficiently, much more fluidly, and is still connected to that source of that open heart. Yeah. I love that. That's one way to, to take it as well. Thanks for playing around. Look at that. Oh, I hope you all did it too. You know, if we need to, I am happy to have a still of me with my tongue out in the show notes. I mean, who knows (laughs) if people really need that, let me know. (laughs) I'll I'll make that the cover art for for your episode. I, I, I love that. And that's, it's such a simple thing for everybody to do. It's simple. so, so simple. simple. Yes. And, yes. but, but now I kind of want to, you, you touched on this where you were talking about people who were going to speak on stage at a conference yeah. and their voice is going out or they feel like they're just, they're not able to perform. Maybe, maybe there's some anxiety yeah. associated yep. with it and Very common. it's coming through their voice. Yeah. Um, maybe because that's the weakest link for it to show yeah. up at yeah. if they haven't exercised it. But can we talk a little bit about the power of your voice in presentation? I think I think yeah. people understand that, but let's what is it that you work up work with people on when you're specifically speaking with mm-hmm. executive entrepreneurs who are speakers or who want to be speakers? Yeah. With that, uh the big piece that I find really comes through is how they feel first about their own voice. Mm-hmm. So most people, the majority of people, when you say, what do you like about your voice? The most common answer I get, and is this word, which I am not a fan of, except for cilantro. I hate the sound of my voice. My mm-hmm. voice makes me cringe. I can't listen to my voice on playback. So we have to start there because how can you hate the thing that you are using to share your message with the world? And so one of the big missions that I have is love your voice, love yourself. If you are self-critical and we've all been there, those very mind chattery, loud voices sometimes in our head are not the same as the voices from within. So when I start working with folks on their presentation, we don't start with just the content. We're going to be looking at what is it that they like about their voice? What can they do to give appreciation to their voice? How can they better understand that it's biologically normal for our voices to sound different on recording because we are hearing these sounds through the air instead of me, myself, I hear myself through the air and through bone. That's why we sound different to ourselves. We have two filters in that way. And so that changes the resonance, the pitch. We tend to sound different to ourselves in, in that way. So first allowing yourself loving kindness in that way, then being able to look at what does the pitch inflection, what does the volume, what does the tone of voice convey? And from personal experience, I had years of being misunderstood based on my tone of voice. Watch your mm-hmm. tone. I don't understand what you're saying. Why did you say it like that? And I remember just being flabbergasted. Like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm saying this thing. I don't, I don't know what's, what it's, what's going on. It was, Oh, it still gives me a little bit of chills right now because it was so uh, 
it was so hurtful across so many different relationships, professional and personal, to not be understood and not understand Mm -hmm. why. And so it wasn't until I had my own personal transformation now about eight, seven, eight years ago, where I recognized after a period of feeling very dampened, and I mean dampened across all things, emotionally, um, in in just my my goals, my dreams, to recognizing I'd lost touch with my self-worth. And as soon as that reconnected and reinvigorated me, I haven't had somebody comment on my tone since. (laughs) So that's where I would say we tend to start. (laughs) Your voice, I I think what I'm taking from that though, and, and is, you know, your voice is kind of your expression of your self-worth. It is your audible. Exactly. Expression. So, and owning that and loving it and knowing that, Yes, even if people give you feedback, solicited or not, recognizing that they are also processing and hearing it in a certain way. And so you have to get comfortable with those aspects that you really do love about it and then harness those things and exemplify those things. That is what carries when you're in presenting mode. And in that, with tone of voice, the other piece, which I kind of touched on earlier, is then taking that to setting your intention. Because if I don't believe what you are saying, because you don't believe it, it doesn't matter what the words are. It's the absolute truth. I mean, I, that's, that's one of the things that I go through when I, I work on messaging with people is ah. it's the first question is always the intent. Yes. What, is your, what is your intent? Or someone will look at, like, send me something and they'll be like, can you give me feedback on this? Yeah. And I'll look at it and I'll, and I'll be like, well, you have to tell me what your intent is first. Yes. Yes, hundred because that's the only way that I can filter whether you've hit the mark or not. Yes, and and I can tell you what I feel your intent was yeah. from it, and we can see if those things match. Yes, but if and if they do, then great, as long as it's mm-hmm. the intent we want. Exactly, but, but that's that. It it does start with intention. It starts with you know where where do you want to take people? Yes, what's yes. the journey you want to take them on? What is it that you want to share? Yeah. What is it that you want people to think, feel, yeah. ha- have, what, what reaction do you want people to have? And you can't control that. All you can do is control the yeah. intention you have, right. which is why when we talk about something that's polarizing, when we talk about something that is from our hearts and we worry about how it will be received, I always say to people, I'm like, all you can control is your intention. Yeah. And if you're grounded in your intention, usually that will take care of most of the misunderstandings that would happen otherwise. And and then other people that still misunderstand or who choose to think of it in the way that suits their narrative, Mm -hmm. that's not your problem. That's right. Not at all. That's not your problem. Not at all. You have created that that bubble of of, uh, resonance for yourself and whoever is invited into that bubble will be in and come in in that way. And that's what I love about what you do, Nicole, because then you have this ability to craft this magnetic messaging, both in the written word, and then you, you know, are able to help them speak it out even more. Imagine that even amplified, like you said, 10 X, and then digging into those beliefs, digging in, you help them uncover those limiting beliefs, which again, we may not know they're there, but that's going to show through in some way or another through the voice. And so I just think that's a beautiful synergy that can be possible for anyone to harness and take those, those two things to the next level. And, and I love how you tie all of that together. Cause I think people hear about 
what you do, a, a vocal guide, a vocal coach. Yeah. And, and they think, you know, oh, well, I'm going to do some vocal exercises. They think, or they think singing, which don't get me wrong. They think I love singing. Yeah. <laughs> everybody I believe can sing for the joy of it. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise, but right. It's it, people think, oh, I'm just going to do some of this maybe five minutes before, you know, or something like yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll be sufficient. But it's and it's, so but it's a, it's a regular thing. It's a muscle yeah. that we want to, it, it should be something that you, you hold in very high regard yeah. because it's your ability to convey everything that's on your heart, which, which if you have a mission, if you have a business, if you are listening to this podcast, yeah. then you have something that you want to get out into the world. Yeah. And we often are looking at like, stop buying $37 template packages on, mm-hmm. on, from Facebook ads on how to write the perfect Facebook post, right. focus on unblocking the things inside of you that are keeping mm-hmm. you from sharing your truth. Yes. And then focus on the alignment within and the alignment without how yes. to, how to connect that to the writing, yes. to your thoughts and the way that you are operating yourself, yeah. your voice and being able to, because I, I, I see so much power in how our voice can punctuate things yes. Yes. And how our range and our tonality yes. has can take people on a journey just by the way that we deliver it in the tones that we use and the yes. way that and there are, you know, when you invoke feeling. Yes. When you speak in a certain tone, I'm I'm lifting my voice right now. I'm speaking in a higher in a higher resonance because I'm excited and yes. I want you to feel that. Yes. And when I want to land on something, I take a moment Mm-hmm. And I, when I am not in my head and in anxiety, when I am yes. grounded and yes. I want to ground you, the, take the moment, mm-hmm. drop it down. And I, and we can all have greater command over our voices, but it is something that I think that many people probably have never even thought about. Correct. And when that, unless they are a speaker and they've lost their voice before. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Or have that acting background, or even interestingly, you would think singers, but there were many singers that I had to work on their speaking voice because Mm. we, even the professional singers speak more than they sing, but they weren't, it's think of one tree, two branches. They were taking uber good care of that singing voice technique, but not the speaking voice. And then they're down here and wondering why it is that their voice is giving them trouble. And so you all heard Nicole just give a great example of an option of how you can vary your voice, but each person is so unique. It's so fun to meet you where you are and help you explore those different parts because you will feel it. When you take that messaging that Nicole has gotten you like on point with, and you are reading it out loud, you'll know, does that match? Is that me? Is that how I want to say it? Is that vibe with me. You'll feel it. That's what we work on sensing that as well, because your voice will convey that one way or the other. And so I think it's really awesome to be able to have that second step in something that, right. People just think, well, I wrote my copy. I have my messaging. Mm -hmm. I know what I want to say, but did you say it out? Did you say it to hear yourself say it? Because that feedback loop, oh, priceless. priceless. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's this is, I, I hope that everybody, well, first of all, I, I, I've learned now that the reason that I sound like Lady Gaga to myself is that I'm hearing it through bone. Apparently bone makes me sound like Lady Gaga. I mean, and there could be other It's the air that makes me sound like my husband <laughs> yes. looks, my husband was a musician. Huh. So he's super picky. And, 
you know, about tone and ah. about sound. Yes. And I, I work with a bit of a, a sound Nazi who is always <laughs> like looking at me sideways with the way that yeah. I'm like, oh, his tone's off there. Um, <laughs> Musician. So thing I now know. I can just tell him, I'd be like, it's, you have to hear it through the bone. You exactly. haven't heard, you're hearing it through the air. It's you. It's not me. That's right. That's right. There's a whole different, different filter we're working with. I love it. And that's the fun part too, because you can play with the auditory piece and then even trusting those body signals that gives you like, Ooh, is something tight in my throat? Am I throat clearing more excessive throat clearing has gotten pervasive. I've noticed for across a lot of speakers that I've watched lately, things that your body is telling on you with, that Mm. you can, you can really learn to take and explore with curiosity and compassion to yourself. And also know that if you ignore those things, similar to ignoring your message, getting out there will manifest as things that you don't want physical symptoms, feeling not heard, feeling like you are contracted. Mm -hmm. And so I love that. Yes, that you already have that auditory sense of different aspects of it, but also give yourself room to not be boxed in. Huge. Absolutely. Huge. And so I, that's, yeah, that's the big piece that I hear in just in general, what we've talked about today, Nicole, which is kind of a new thing for me to hear in your voice today. And so I want your audience to truly understand like Nicole has such experience with this and yet here she is still open to what is that next tweak? What is that next nuance? I just, I just think it's beautiful to see not everybody holds themselves in that curious space. Oh, thank you so much. And I I really, I, and I think that, I think that most entrepreneurs are on some quest for excellence and Mm. and usually it's, it's an excellence within ourselves that we, we see this potential Mm. and we should not be limited by thinking of it only in one way in our message, only getting out there in one way. Mm -hmm. If you're, we look at the, and and this is, this is what I always, I I always talk. We're always looking for the strategy, the podcast, video, this thing, that thing. Right. But it's the strategy is only as good as the person operating it. So you can have a podcast, but if your voice, if you aren't conveying a message, if you aren't doing that and you you, learning to utilize your voice, this instrument that you have, Nobody's going to want to see the band play. No. Nobody's going to want to listen no. because if you're monotone, mm-hmm. I listened to someone's podcast the other day and like I was trying out a new one and I'm like, I can't listen to this. It's like paint yeah. drying. Yeah. It's so boring because yeah. it was so monotonous yes. and there wasn't a flow to the interview and there wasn't, and that's a feeling and that's a vibe. And you start creating that with, it's the way you ask your questions. It's the way that you flow your show, but it's also, it's, it's the tonality in the way you do it. Just like when you can, people always say like, you can hear someone smile. Yes. Yes. You can hear that is something like all of these little things. And you are an expert in this. And I, I highly recommend Anybody who, anybody who's listening to the show, truthfully, if you're listening and you have a business where you're trying to convey a message out in the world, Mm -hmm. working with Brienne or someone like Brienne is a worthwhile endeavor. You should Mm -hmm. absolutely be considering this. You should absolutely take her up. And I know that you have some offers that you wanted to share. So tell everybody how they can stay in touch with you, how they can learn more about what you do and, and how you can help. 
I would love to. Absolutely. I love hearing everyone's beautiful voices. So I can be found across platforms at Brianne Hennessy or at Your Vocal Vitality. And I run regular masterclasses. And these masterclasses are to elevate your voice, to elevate your message. And in that, you are able to learn even more tips as well as get the opportunity for me to interact with how your voice, your body, your breath are all working together. They are intimate. I usually keep them to about 10 people each for that more custom one-on-one piece of it. And today I would love to offer your audience what I call my two-minute voice review. So the things that Nicole and I were talking about today are things that many people wonder, but maybe not always ask out loud, well, how does my voice sound? And what are the strengths in my voice? And I have the ability to hear certain things in voices both from a health standpoint and wellness, but also what are those underlying features and how are things resonating? And so I love to give people that opportunity because this is, and, and, and please understand, the goal is to find you and enhance your personality through your voice. Not to sound like me, not to sound like Nicole, mm-hmm. not to sound like anybody else in this world, but you. And so we're able to take these little snippets of what we've talked about and bring that into what would your goals be going forward. So you submit the two minute review, I go through it, and then we hop on a free call for 20 minutes and I'm able to provide you feedback. And people have really been blown away by aspects of their voice that they didn't recognize were true strengths and also just feeling more comfortable and confident in the voice that they already possess. You guys need to jump on that. We're going to link that up in the show notes, but I kind of want to do one. Um, (laughs) That would be fun. (laughs) uh, That is an amazing offer. And if anybody who's listening, if you're listening to this right now, listener, please go over to the show notes, click that link in there that we have made very, very easy for you to follow and take Brianna up on this offer because that is an amazing opportunity. Thank you for sharing that with everyone. Welcome. Absolutely. I'm just so happy for all of you here and really all that you're bringing in this truly comprehensive depth and comprehensive are the words that I think of when I think of what the work you're doing, Nicole. And that's the background I come from depth and comprehensive. We need to have that to move the needle forward, not to be surface, not to be generic. We're just not here for that anymore. So thank you for the work you do. Oh, thank you. And and it really is about connecting to you, mm-hmm. finding your way, And this is a big part of it. And this will give you such confidence in your ability to show up. And the more confident you are in your ability to show up means you will show up more, means you will be consistent, means you will take care of all of those things that you have been saying, I can't do this, or these are my issues, or I don't have what I want because of X. Mm -hmm. Being more confident is going to, this is, this is a mechanism. (laughs) This is a mechanism for becoming you. Yes. Can I, I thought of one quick story when you were saying exactly that, because I just had this, this vision of some of your audience, maybe still wondering like, but how does this make sense to like my business? Why Mm -hmm. now? I worked with a CEO of a hospital. She had risen from nurse all the way to running an entire hospital system in California. And she'd already run two different businesses in her life. And now she was ready to leap into business coaching and really helping new entrepreneurs. And she started off learning about how to do events, how to do launches, these long extended, kind of like the one you just ran, Nicole, Mm -hmm. where you have to speak and be on four days at a time. So Mm -hmm. originally her 
10 day sprint, you know, marathon was something that she was both looking forward to. And she knew how to lead teams. She knew how to, to inspire people, but she came to me and said, I don't want to sound flat. I want to engage my audience through the screen. This is a woman who confidence is already very present. Mm -hmm. So taking that again, next level awareness of what's going to be different now that I'm going through a screen, how is this going to impact my business? That first launch from the time we started working together to end of launch, $72,000 later, she -hmm. had launched her new business because she was able to connect with people through the screen, because she felt like her voice was grounded in, just like Nicole and I were talking about today. So there's many facets to how this can show up, but know that this is something that really has ripple effects. And Mm -hmm. I just want you all to remember that you and your voice are worthy. You most certainly are. (laughs) And Bran, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for everything that you shared, for bringing this conversation here and inspiring me to have you on so that we could have this conversation on the air and being that that catalyst for it. Because this is, I, I, I if you haven't gotten it already, I really believe in this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I hope that every single person here, whether they they choose to do it with you or somehow, but they but they go on a vocal journey. They go on a mm-hmm. journey of self discovery and and to this instrument that is one of the most powerful in their toolbox. That's right. Thank you, Nicole. This was delightful. I appreciate you. you. This was so fun. And we appreciate you. I appreciate you. If you are still listening to this episode, you made it all the way to the end with us. Such gratitude for you. Please remember that you are only limited by the limitations that you accept. And when you stop accepting those limitations, that is when you become limitless. And that is what I want for you. So go out there and be limitless, everyone. We'll see you on the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more of this type of content and conversation in your life, please come check out our free Facebook community, Unlock Your Inner CEO, where you'll find next level entrepreneurs just like you. Go to innerceogroup.com to join. I'll see you there.